0: What's going on everybody? This is the Work Great Podcast. I am Mike. This is Brad. Brad, how you
1: doing? I am great. Got a belly full of spaghetti. I am ready to go. I am directly from the bar.
0: (laughs) So like when I messaged you, I was just like, I might be a little late. I wasn't. I was three minutes early. I was Mm -hmm. shocked. The bar is just down the street, but still. I am not wearing pants I am (laughs) You can't see I'm wearing a a fucking knit sweater I'm wearing a cap But I was hot so my pants are around my ankles For this podcast (laughs) I don't care I'm drunk let's talk about wrestling Um, (laughs) Do you know who might be drunk And or high And or I'm kidding of course But Tony Khan (laughs) (laughs) With the fucking tweets man Tweeting about Jinder Mahal and making gender I don't know. more relevant than
1: he's been in years. So, yeah, gender fans, even Randy thank Orton. Tony Con. Yeah, even Randy Orton agreed. He liked the tweet of somebody
0: saying that. Yeah, I mean, like, it's here's the thing it's fucking good for wrestling. You saw Dax tweet out wrestling is back, you saw. <laughs> You saw a bunch of people saying that sentiment. Like uh, SRS was just like people were like, like the executives of the companies were challenging each other to fights live on television, and then driving Humvees onto each yeah. other's properties to like
2: mm-hmm.
0: to do the shit. Like these are these are fucking tweets. No one gives a fuck.
1: Mm-hmm. No one cares. It's okay. Yeah, I, I was gonna Bye. say on. Back in the day on ECW show, like, Paul Heyman would just come out and challenge other wrestlers to show up to fight, like, Taz and stuff all the time. <laughs> it's nothing new. Hold
0: on one sec. One sec. Uh, 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 uh. Um anyways yeah um yeah no so funny so funny sorry i was just i realized i was picking up some noise on my mic from downstairs so it's just hmm. going to risk starting a fight later by saying i'm picking you up on the mic <laughs> Over text, so <laughs> will get a message that says "move out" or something <laughs> at the end of the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so um, no, yeah, good, good stuff, funny stuff. Um, I think it's it, great. Yeah. All that I mean, just funny to me. I don't know why people. Get the so the only about it. the only person who should care about these tweets is Tony fucking caught himself. Who gives a fuck? And the thing is, <laughs> he was right. The thing was, mm-hmm. he was right. He wasn't making anything up. Um, the because his tweet was a response to uh, USA was USA tweeting about I guess making fun of Hook getting a shot or something, and he was just like, eh, you this know, is about
1: cage match ratings.
0: Oh yeah, something about cage match anyways, it was a it was a sensitive as fuck tweet by Tony Khan for sure. But he wasn't mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. So I'm seeing him still picking some yeah. stuff. Can you hear the stuff in the no, background? I hear anything but you. No, okay. No. Cuz there's a Yeah. I hear things. I guess it's just I see <laughs> that the the computer's registering it,
1: but if you mm-hmm. can't hear it then that's fine. Yeah, I can't hear I can't hear anything but you. Okay. Maybe I'm just But yeah. It's totally just Twitter and people freaked out for nothing. I thought it was funny.
0: Oh, it's hilarious. It's a, it's fun. And even you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like when uh I got it, into it with someone the other, not into it, but someone the other week. I had said uh mm-hmm. Somebody had said something like, "Oh, dirt sheets blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Hey, you know what? They're making money for people across the industry, so I don't give a fuck." And um, mm-hmm. and the guy was just like, "Hey, sh- uh, give me any ex- uh, give me some examples of how dirt sheets are uh, helping the industry." And I re- I was like, "Bet." And I wrote him a fucking novel mm-hmm. of like how all the media for uh for wrestling is run through the dirt sheets
2: mm-hmm.
0: about how fucking these companies send guys to the dirt sheets to to have interviews like they're paying these guys to have the interviews to do this to do that it's it's like any other media for any other um um kind of entertainment like, like in, movies yeah. Go to reviewers. Go to press junkets. Mm-hmm. They do the press junkets. They do all this stuff. Um, it's the same. That's what. Th- that's who these guys are. Um, yeah. And exactly. yeah, Tony Khan doing this stuff. It just it. B- there's more people talking about wrestling when Tony Khan's saying this than when he's not. And that mm-hmm. that is a good thing, um, although. Interestingly enough, you know how everyone loves to shit on Brian Alvarez and Meltzer. Um, Alvarez is on video, like on his podcast, on video in 4K, saying people from AEW were messaging me saying, why the hell is he doing this shit on Twitter? He's like, people (laughs) from his company are saying, it's like Brian Alvarez is not in the pocket of fucking AEW. He's calling him out for this. He's like, his own Mm -hmm. people are just like, our fucking our fucking boss has to settle down, don't you think? Like, he yeah. doesn't need to take every little piece of bait. And mm-hmm. I will say, he doesn't have to, but it's fucking entertaining when he does. Yeah. And, like, I'll take this because wrestling as a whole is in a much, much healthier place as a result of him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this podcast wouldn't exist without okay, Tony Khan. Sure. AEW wouldn't exist without Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. Kenny and the Bucks would be in WWE without Tony Khan. And they mm-hmm. might not be anywhere close to what they are. Because who knows what, yeah. what they would be. They're a known commodity where they are now. We don't know what they would be there. Like, we'd, like Vince yeah. McMahon would probably still be there. Doing his thing. Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. All right, yeah. so Just I guess the show. Funny Twitter stuff, but we got to the... Dynamite! It's their homecoming because they're back in uh, Jacksonville at Daly's place, and I love the setup for Daly's place. It's such a
0: unique venue. They get some really unique shots. Like it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like I miss looking at the crowd when we're at Daly's place, but the angles they get in these matches or in the the during the entrance or. And even just how they interact with the crowd is interesting, because everyone they put in the crowd is all put there by AEW, so they can do some things that you can't normally. Because remember, there was that mm-hmm. mandate of, after Hangman took the beer and took the sip at an arena, and um, and they put out the mandate being like, yeah, we can't do that anymore, covid this was right when COVID was hitting. We didn't even know what it was yet at that time. And yeah. they're like, yeah, no more of that. This is what we're going to do going forward. And one of them was you can no longer take drinks out of the crowd and drink them. And if it does happen, mm-hmm. it's probably a plant kind of thing. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was a plant. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that. Obviously, they have these people dressed up like civilians. But the people around the barricade are all selected by aw in this scenario like it's not regular seating the the actual fans are way back it's a it's a yeah it's a super interesting uh
1: setup they got going on yeah i love it and had they had the new stage for it this time because i think the last time they were still they still had like the circle tunnel yeah, yes, like the chandelier thing above it. I, well, I think so. I like. I'm. I'm not sure because they've they've come back a couple times. Yeah,
0: I, I'm trying to remember the last time they were
1: there, but I can't remember the last time they were there.
0: Like because it even changed. I know it,
1: that
0: it changed so much once they were able to get fans and they were able to put them like on that high rise mm-hmm. thing. Like yeah. that was that was never there during the pandemic. So like it's it's even different from the view that we
1: had then. Yeah, because during the pandemic, the, the where the fans are on the stage, it was like just the stage, wasn't it? That's. I think that's where
0: they had the commentators. Mm-hmm. They had the commentators up there in the back, and that's where like dudes yeah. would be jumping off and going through the table and shit, like Darby and fucking Matt Hardy mm-hmm.
1: doing some dumb shit or something. Yeah. But yeah, I missed like the first couple minutes of the show because when I turned it on, it was like two minutes in, and Hangman was making his interest. I think they, I think I saw they played like a video package of like all the dailies play stuff. So, I was oh
0: sure okay, was cool. yeah, I, I missed that. I when I turned it on, Hangman and um, fucking, who was it? Claudio, Claudio were throwing hands. So like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I looked at my phone. It said yeah, eight. I was like, ooh.
1: But yeah, yeah, I, by I was the time watching some we it on on YouTube video, and I was like, oh. But yeah, this match was great. Starts show starts off with Claudio versus Hangman, and of course you hear those two names. You're like, okay, this match is going to be great, and it was. Yeah, I, I don't like the know, setup
0: of it. I don't know why they set it up. Like, are they are they feuding?
1: Well, on you remember last week, Hangman was talking how he just wants to fight someone. He doesn't care who. Yes. It is. And then so Saturday. Uh, Claudio after his match uh, issued a challenge to him saying hey if you want to fight someone I'm always down to fight so let's Fair fight enough. on Wednesday okay that, Th- I mean that's, that, like that's all you need up.
0: that's uh yeah
1: <laughs> that,
0: that's how it is throughout the challenge challenge accepted alright cool mm-hmm. done um yeah no this is good this was like this is in the words of JR a slobber knocker wrestling this is uh this mm-hmm. is that it's uh <laughs> What more can you say? It's just, it's just a drag-em-out fucking brawl. These guys just going.
1: Yeah, I, I one of my favorite spots of the match was when Claudio picked him up for a gorilla press, press slam and threw him out of the ring onto the ramp.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> the like use nuts. of the ramp is always so good. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, yeah. I feel like Hangman's always taken that bump. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like even before, before we had... Uh, Dynamite, Hangman was taking that bump. Like when we did, like, mm-hmm. fucking, like, um, Fighter Fest and shit before there was ever a, uh, mm-hmm. a dynamite, Hangman was taking that bump. Yeah. No, this is good. But Hang- yeah, and, Hangman out there I Another like spot EA. I liked is when,
1: yeah, when Hangman, uh, ran all the way from the entrance ramp to the ring to clothesline Claudio. That was good.
0: No. Oh, oh yeah, the uh, the triple um, rolling elbows, I loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I'm just like, this is silly, but I love it. I love it that he's just gonna like, like spin three times to <laughs> and get him. And Claudio, not once, is gonna think. You know what? I'm gonna duck this time. Mm-hmm. I loved it.
1: Yeah, the crowd was into it. Uh, hangman won with two buckshot lariats i think yeah
0: yeah he did he hit him once and then he went he went down and i was like oh he didn't go down very well and then he hit him a second time and that time he took the bump i was like okay there you Mm -hmm. go and it was yeah Yeah, so hangman
1: gets a big win and
0: We'll see why here in a little it's, uh, bit. Why uh, yeah, it the gives wins. them the momentum heading into the new year, mm-hmm. which uh, it is always important to see who's getting the, the wins at the beginning of the year because, you know, those are the guys that are likely going to be in the main event picture going forward. Mm-hmm. So that that's fun. Yeah. That's really fun when yeah. you see who it is. That's uh, yeah. That's going forward with Samoa when, Joe in the picture. It's just, it hasn't quite sunk in yet that we have Samoa Joe as world champion. Yeah, it's yeah. Surreal. We'll we get to his promo later. It's surreal. His promo excellent. Anyways, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the
1: next thing. So next we had a Brody Lee uh, tribute package, which was amazing and beautiful, and we miss you, Brody. And wish you were still on TV. And so that leads into our next match, was an eight-man tag. The heels were Lance Archer and Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony versus Orge Cassidy, Dustin Rhodes, Adam Copeland, and Preston Vance.
0: Preston and, being, a, uh, like I saw some people were being like, "Hey, he's a heel. What gives?" Blah blah blah. And I was like, "I get it. I I I do understand. Like, and I sort of feel like he should maybe like." heal it up a little bit on his team. But Mm -hmm. I understand why they didn't want to like, this is strictly a tribute match. So you sort of throw quite a large bit of the KFA about the window for this one. And the Mm -hmm. same with the women's match. Um, Yeah. But these, the multi-man matches on this episode
1: were really good. They were, it was a, A total uh, throwback to the early days of AEW when they would try to get as many people on the shows as they could, so they'd have all these multi-man matches. That's what it reminded me of, for sure.
0: For sure, absolutely, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I like this one. There, the one story they they did tell within this match, which again, just within this match, I doubt it's going to go forward from here. Was that on the heel side? It was all, um mogul embassy and archer mm-hmm. so mogul embassy wasn't cooperating with archer they slapped his yeah. hand away when he was going for the tag eventually in order to get in the match he had to tag himself in and in the end mm-hmm. they ended up throwing hands
1: yeah and, and uh sort of fighting which it, it it cost him in to the see yeah, I'd be down to see Brian Cage versus Lance Archer. That match would be fun. Yeah, man,
0: that'd be, that'd be great. I have to shout out Lance Archer's rising knee in the corner.
1: Oh, my oh goodness. My gosh, I love that move. You remember, <laughs> it made me think, you remember Wardlow's finisher that he had for a while where he would kind of like pull yeah. you down onto his knee from the top rope? That, that was, was so, I
0: feel like that was risking people's health. People's neck health.
1: Yeah, maybe people didn't want to take it too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I,
0: like, I think the room for error there is pretty narrow.
2: Because, mm-hmm.
0: like, you watched it, and you are like, "How is he not like sending people to the chiropractor with every single mm-hmm. one of these yeah. shots?" Like the just mm-hmm. the the room for error there was just was not great. Like, I, he never hurt anyone with it but I understand why they chose not, especially with like a bigger guy that's falling maybe down with a little more force. Like doing like that could, that could end people's careers. There's a reason it looked as brutal as it did. And I (laughs) Mm think, and you just like slams. Everyone likes a good slam. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I mean, the powerbomb thing's working for him. So
0: no, it did. Absolutely. Um, but yeah no th- this match but, was, yeah, this match I, was
1: fun and i really I liked ins- um edge's brody tribute gear that he came out in with the like canadian maple Le- the maple leafs but it had brody in the middle of it well yeah and fight.
0: also like when they announced edge for this match it's like that doesn't make a lot of sense and then i remember it oh fu- i forgot edge is like his best friend yeah <laughs> like they were really really close i remember that now because because of the maple leaf thing, they bonded over that, and uh mm-hmm. and then Big E was his his other close friend, yeah, I know him and Big E were like super close, yeah, well, I mean, but I feel like Brody was like best friends with everybody that's the way it feels
1: yeah that's that that that's one thing that makes his death so sad is that no one had anything ever bad to say about him. Everyone just always talked about how much of a positive person he was backstage and stuff like, well you, you think of like with
0: with almost every wrestler until a certain point you didn't want to dig you don't want to dig into their into who they were at all Mm -hmm. like no don't dig into it I don't want to ruin it and it's almost like Mm -hmm. you could throw a dart at a board and hit someone who had skeletons in the closet and still to this day you're like no I don't just I love that person nothing's out there about them right now but we're just just not going to we're not gonna open that mm-hmm. box. We're not gonna take a look in there. We're not gonna try and find out. They're of a time. I don't wanna know. Um mm-hmm. But Brody, it's like yeah. the more you find out about this man, the better he is or the better he was. Mm. You're like, Jesus, like, how can somebody continually keep getting better and better and better as a person? Like, the more people Mm -hmm. talk about him, the more stories you hear, you're like, Jesus, this this man was fucking perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing, I don't know if you still watch BTE, or now it's being the Dark Order, but they're doing a funny thing where the Dark Order is trying to corrupt Negative One, but um, Brody's uh, widow keeps showing up and throwing papers at him and telling him to knock it off and leave him alone. (laughs) Really that's funny. funny that's funny
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, one thing I did like about this match was uh, Orange Cassidy uh, choke slamming, uh one of the gates of agony guys I can't remember which one it was but Con. He, he tried like twice and then on the third time he, he got it off Kahn took the really bump cool. yeah <laughs> that's always one of my favorite things in wrestling is when a smaller guy does a choke slam I always think it's so cool <laughs> yeah it, it's good when you can make it look legit and it
0: did look legit mm-hmm. like yeah. it uh it looked right, and uh, I'm happy they they were able to do that. Mm-hmm.
1: And Preston got the the pin in the wind.
0: So yeah, he got it with a he it. hit the rolling elbow into his finisher. Um, which mm-hmm. Great, like a, uh, and then he pointed up to the sky tribute to tribute to Brody, which mm-hmm. is nice. And then right there, you're just like you, you have to forgive this booking at this point. You can't be mad at this. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing was, I think going in, people didn't realize it was a tribute to Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, because the show was also just a tribute to that time, to that Daily's Place yeah. time where it was like week to week whether or not the company was going to stay afloat. And mm-hmm. largely, these were the people who helped with that. Like, this is mm-hmm. when. Um, Preston Vance came in he he was the first guy to go from dark to go from a uh indie dark guy to the main roster he he was that first mm-hmm. guy, and that happened during yeah. this time period so Daly's mm-hmm. place is special for him and other than um edge actually I guess most of these guys i know they say this
1: <laughs> but, but um, well, I mean, Brian Cage and Lance Archer—they they got big pushes. Yeah, yes. The daily yes. So I guess it's just Gates like, of Agony, and um, yeah, and that, but yeah. Like they that were. That probably makes sense because he's friends with Brody,
0: so of course, of course. All right, so moving on. What did we have next,
1: sir? Next, we got Samoa Joe coming out, looking Loved sharp in his this. suit. He's got Loved a new this. world title. The Triple B is no longer. Uh, there he's it he looked black i don't know if that's just yeah like, a black TV strap whatever, it was it looked, a black it, it, it yeah, used yeah. to be a black strap
0: like it's mm-hmm. funny we've seen it with the yeah, i guess i'm just with the burberry strap <laughs> for so long that we thought it was brown but no it, was, it used to be a black strap um mm-hmm. yeah this was this was a fantastic segment so joe comes out he says yeah. things are going to change around here we're not going to get title shots by coming down the ring my bitching and mo bitching and moaning by having your ho ass complaints which i fucking loved um <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like you're not going to go on twitter what you're going to do you're going to go to the front office you're going to put in your uh, your application to fight me and they're going to decide if you're worthy and i'll fight whoever mm-hmm. they de- they decide is worthy to fight me and we're going to go from there he's like he's like it doesn't he's like i'll be here i'll be in this ring i'll be waiting um, that's cool. He doesn't want to do the drama. He's very much the Eddie Kingston of this, but he's also yeah, just yeah.
1: He's yeah. here to fight. Which Joe cool. on the mic uh, is just impeccable. He's so poetic. Like I don't. <laughs> it's it's hard to describe. Like you just have to like his cadence and everything. He's just so good. No, he, he's
0: he's really he's really good. It's like a it's like when you listen to. They're, they're rappers of, like, the early 90s. And there's mm-hmm. just a rhythm and a smoothness to how they talk. Just the way they deliver lines, it has, like, a mouthfeel. There's, like, a texture yeah. to how he talks. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. It's buttery. Um, mm-hmm. He's amazing. And, like, that's why he says, your ho-ass complaints. I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who else can get away with that line other than fucking Joe yeah. put a cookie in my mouth? Yeah.
1: Like... God, that's one of the best segments ever. But, uh, uh, so after, right after he says that, which was funny, it brought out Swerve, which is hype as hell. Cause Swerve versus Joe.
0: That's the first time we've seen Swerve in Daily's Place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He yeah. comes out, he does. Which is the, nuts. But he comes out, he doesn't say whose house. He says Duval. Um, mm-hmm. he's like, I know I've never been here before, but whose house? Swerve's house. He's like, okay, just checking. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets into the ring and he says, "Hey, I told like I told Hangman previously. This is nothing personal. This is business. But I I do know that when I take this belt from you, you're going to make it personal. And when you make it personal, oh, I'll oblige." And they go eye to <laughs> eye. They go nose to nose. I'm like, "Okay, this is special." And then yeah. Hangman's music hits. I'm like, "Oh shit, they're doing this!" So Hangman comes yeah. out. Um he stakes his claim he says yeah i've i had a big 2023 i fought this person i fought that person i fought for my family i fought for the company i did this that and the other i reunited with the elite but one thing i did lose i lost sight of the championship so this is me writing that then he comes inside Mm and he and uh swerve kind of go eye to eye and joe's just like oh, you're taking your eye off the prize if you guys are fighting over there together. Mm-hmm. The man you should be concerned about is this King Shark in the back. Um, mm-hmm. Which I love. I love Joe in the back just being like, these boys are fucking up. Yeah. By going nose to nose instead of focusing on the real, the real threat here.
1: Mm-hmm. And then so Swerve leaves the ring and then Hangman says, I haven't forgot what you did to me. Because, remember, is Joe that orchestrated, put it in Hangman through the the, the glass as part of the, his deal with the devil. And then, so Hangman pretty much just says, like, I haven't forgotten, so I'm coming for you. So, I imagine at uh, Revolution, because they haven't announced any new pay-per-views between now and then. So, maybe at the beginning of Not the year. Not that I know. We might too. be, might be a, a month off. Mm-hmm. So, I imagine that's going to be the main event of Revolution, is Joe... Uh, hangman and swerve in a triple threat that would be cool that would be cool and and then that way you can um have joe have a little bit longer of a reign and then you can and then hangman and swerve can kind of cancel each other out during that match you know that way they're still kind of protected in their loss
0: no yeah it would be good because honestly you put hangman in there with joe and you think well hamming hangman's winning you put Swerve mm-hmm. in there with Joe. You say Swerve is winning, but if you put all three of them mm-hmm. in there, Joe can pull something out.
1: Yeah, and especially with the animosity between Hangman and Swerve, like they'll mm-hmm. they'll kill each other, and Joe can just pick up the pieces. Well, as I
0: said, Joe's sitting there in the corner smiling. He's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. hit him with that chair."
1: Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Pin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so Hangman leaves, and Joe poses with the title, and then. We uh, hear the beginning of Hook's uh, music, and they do this cool shot where they pan around Joe, and he's looking up, and there's a Hook signal up in the sky.
0: Which doesn't make any sense, but I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. I thought he was going
0: to come um, down. I was like, fucking Hook is Sting now?
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. He's going to rappel down and... That would be the
0: most out of character thing and so funny if that (laughs) (laughs) happened. Just eating a bag of chips as he comes down from the rafters.
1: (laughs) Actually I kinda want that to happen now. But (laughs) just still eating his chips. But then so Hook comes out, he gets in Joe's face, says one week, points to the title, and Joe says, You want it, you got it, and so Hook leaves, so and then they make it official next week, Hook versus Joe, which
0: I loved that hook was able to stay in character for this because hook going Mm -hmm. out there and like actually like challenging somebody, like talking on the mic doesn't fit his character, but hook going up, going nose to nose, putting his finger on the title and then just saying one week Mm -hmm. that fits his character. Like he doesn't Mm -hmm. have to uh, change who he is at all for the yeah. to for him to uh stay there cuz like people were always like how is orange cassidy going to challenge for a title or defend a title he's too unserious and his whole thing is like oh, fuck if i have to i'm so tired of fighting like <laughs> he's he stays within character within the context of the title and i like it and uh <laughs> i'm excited and they've really protected hook um This sort of goes back to what TK was saying, is um, Hook's been protected, so him getting a title shot, honestly, there's no argument against it. He's been shown to be strong. He beat one of, I mean, he's gone right now, but no fault of Hook's, uh, he beat one of the pillars. He beat Jungle Boy. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah, he's only lost once in his whole time, so...
0: And he barely uh, lost. I can't even remember who it was. Yeah, too. and I
1: like... Yeah, it was a Jungle Boy? Yeah, because Jungle Boy took the FTW title. And remember, he fought like RVD and stuff. And then... Uh, but I like Hook challenging Samojo too, because uh, TNA impacts uh, Joe's managed by Taz. So Fuck, I didn't know cool. that. Yeah, yeah, he managed... Taz managed him for a little bit in TNA. So, that's cool. Adds more depth to it. What's next? And then, yeah, next we got Sammy Guevara versus Ricky Starks. Sammy Guevara and with the new Titantron, thi- or with the
0: new fucking yeah. video. Thank God. No more bootleg yes. DBZ by his nephew or
1: some shit. Yeah. And he had Buzz Lightyear-inspired gear on. Cause I oh, that's what that was. To infinity and beyond. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Fine. I saw it. I was like, this is an ugly-ass gear. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was yeah, yeah, exactly. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear gear. Yeah, th- this match was was a was a heater, though.
1: I loved the uh, the like Jay Driller pedigree on the apron. That was gnarly. <laughs> Fuck! I thought Ricky Starks killed him.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh my god, oh my, oh my god. Um, yeah, the uh Sammy is always taking stupid bumps like that and I appreciate that about mm-hmm. him. His bumps are fucking dumb, man. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Th- thoroughly entertaining, but holy shit, he's going to kill himself.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Sammy wins with two super kicks?
2: Yeah, Does
0: he hits he him Cause with one super kick. And you could I could I noticed on uh ricky stark's face he had a little red mark on the chin so i think he got fucking mm-hmm. caught with that one like straight up yeah got his shit rocked and then turn around another another kick and he just fucking rolls him up like high leverage pin pins him and i was like
2: mm-hmm.
0: did they rush it like i wasn't sure like did it did he really rock him and they kind of called it or what because afterwards, yeah, cause, the way Ricky was yeah. on the ground and he, and the ref was checking on him, it seemed legit. Like uh, like mm-hmm. the ref was concerned, Ricky was taking his time. Um, and then, but then um, fucking Sammy goes to shake Ricky's hand. Ricky holds the handshake and Bill comes over and just fucking eats him alive. It's just fucking wallpapers mm-hmm. of like, Oh, one thing, sorry, one thing I, I loved in the match, real quick, was um, Sammy's up on the, uh, he's in the ropes at, at one point, and fucking Ricky Starks just punches him right in the side of the head, and even Taz went, oh, <laughs> fuck, <Yeah. laughs> like, oh, shit, that was a receipt, <laughs> he, was, he was like, that yeah. was a receipt for the kick, shit, damn. and like you always know when there's a legit punch or like a legit shot because the commentators who have wrestled are like oh
1: uh -uh." yeah Yeah. (laughs) they could tell the difference like that was a punch uh, to the ear yeah (laughs) another thing to like to your maybe ricky starks did get his bell run because so then they're beating down sammy and jericho makes the save and I still think it's too soon to bring Jericho back, but I think that's why they played his music the whole time, so you couldn't hear the booze. And then, um, but Ricky immediately gets out of the ring, like and just kind of walks off. So I think he might actually been hurt, or he just doesn't want to wrestle Jericho. Who knows? (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't (laughs) either, man. Yeah, he's he's doing business. He doesn't like it. Yeah, I really don't like. Uh, Ricky losing here, but I hope that means they're going to win Saturday.
0: Because Ricky Ricky's, eat, Ricky's eaten two pins, yeah, in back-to-back weeks, which I don't love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like which,
1: uh, I hope that means they're winning Saturday.
0: But yeah, I mean knows. it has to. Otherwise, it's always hard to tell. Otherwise, otherwise, this is a legit burial. Mm-hmm. Like when people talk yeah, about this, burials. Yeah, well,
1: what we're always talking about on here is when yeah, people like, lose and they're not be buried, but this would be yeah, <laughs>
0: like a loss. Doesn't mean a burial making somebody lose three weeks in a row. That's a burial. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a burial.
1: Yeah. Especially with someone that has so much upside, like uh, Ricky Starks.
0: Yeah. It would be, it would be weird. It would be like, oh shit. Has he said he's leaving and they're just fucking yeah. burying him? Cause I would yeah, be mad. He, he, I would legit be mm-hmm. mad on Ricky's behalf for that i would be like this is scummy um i yeah don't think that's what they're doing that's generally not how they book
1: no i I think it's like the old wrestling trope of you know the the challengers look strong going into the title match and then they'll
0: lose they'll look very strong though normally they
1: go back and forth a little bit but Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah so jericho makes a save ricky kind of just gets out of the ring sammy chases him off and then jericho fights big bill he runs off and they played Judas the whole time, and I'm convinced. And I saw on Twitter too, people were convinced that they were trying not to let people hear the boos because uh, Jericho is not very popular at the moment. And no, he's it's come not popular. He tried to fight. He tried to fight MVP on a Jericho. Cruz. Yeah, time got and knocked MVP out. Yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, I MVP love a that legit
1: brown belt in jujitsu. Like I don't know why. You're no to fight him man.
0: <laughs> MVP MVP went to jail too. Man, this man knows how to. Mm-hmm. This man knows how to defend himself. Yeah, and Jericho. I to his credit, he's not getting knocked out by a lot of people. Like Jericho, no, I mean, he's like uh, beat
1: up Goldberg and he's fought Brock Lesnar backstage. So yeah, like, he's not Jericho. No but
0: in the history of WWE wrestling, he's a legit tough guy. Jericho yeah, has fought some would think he would be, tougher, but <laughs> bigger dudes and won. Like and their story people will say, like, yeah, this is true. Jericho did do mm-hmm. this. They talk about how Jericho's heavy handed, blah blah blah. His dad was a NHL enforcer. Like, it's mm-hmm. not I'm not surprised to hear that Jericho knows how to throw some hands. But mm-hmm. I loved hearing that MVP knocked him out on his yeah. own
1: cruise, mm-hmm.
2: and yeah, then apparently
0: saw him again a few me. years later, and they got into another heated argument, cool. and Jericho scuttled off into a into a fucking elevator and yelled back, "I don't fight jobbers." Well, sure, you you let them <laughs> knock you out though. Yeah, 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 yeah little bitch. Yeah, I i interested to see Jericho <laughs> on, on my Saturday. podcast. Jericho's a little bitch.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Print, <That's> it. <laughs> Print it. Print <laughs> it. Yeah. And then so next ma- I'm just curious to see what Jericho's reception's going to be Saturday. I don't but, know where collision. I mean, Battle of the Florida is loves weekend.
0: Jericho. So like that was probably the safest place for him. Mm-hmm. Where's the uh where is the next match going to be?
1: It's at hold on maybe they have it on their Wimp's or Twitter. But it's at because they're doing Battle of the Belts and Collision this Saturday. So, let me see. Is, is it North Carolina? No. It is Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, ah, he'll be okay there. Tiana Prozzo is making her debut which is going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, that'll be good. Excited for thing. the virtuosa. I guess she's, <laughs> she's not that again. right now, but...
1: Yeah. Cool. But So next we had a all-star eight women's tag match with uh, Thunder Rosa, Chris Statlander, Willow Nightingale, and Anna Jay versus Julia Hart, Sky Blue, Soraya, and Ruby Soho. And, of course, uh, Harley is out there with them now. Uh, she's pretty funny to me, trying to be goth and stuff. <laughs> yeah th- this was a good one
0: this is another good one like whoever put mm-hmm. together these matches did the agent who helped them lay these out like these matches mm-hmm. can be scroll twitter material for me mm-hmm. this was not like i was thoroughly entertained by all, after this one i was like this episode's good <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because i saw the card i was like eh this is like glorified house yeah. show, but it was just fun. Yeah. It just felt happy. Like the show just felt happy and joyful. And it was like, you know what? Wrestling should be happy and joyful. We shouldn't be so fucking mm-hmm. bitter all the time. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This, this was good,
1: but I, I, I like this. Let's yeah. It, it was a ton of fun. And um, it's not, this not telling any
0: stories. W- other than no. uh, Stokely in the crowd trying to get Chris Statlander oh, yeah. <laughs> to sign with him to be his, to yeah, let him manage her and to leave Willow. Let Stokely
1: manage you. That was funny.
0: I like Willow and Statlander wearing matching gear. That's cool.
1: Yeah, because I keep I keep hearing rumors about uh, future women's tag titles, and they'd be like the perfect.
0: First yeah, they would. They would be per- they perfect to win those titles. I do think on this show in particular. And just any of AW shows, like once, if you're bringing the Ring of Honor titles on all the time as well, it honestly seems like some everyone comes out with titles every match. Mm -hmm. Like they come down and like, fucking everyone has a title, is sort Mm -hmm. of how it seems. Like there's a lot of straps out there, especially when you bring in the FDW title, which again, it's a gimmick title. It's not a real title. I'm sick of people being Mm -hmm. like, Oh, it's bringing the fake." Yeah. It's a fake fucking title. It's a gimmick. Ah, it's a character.
1: Yeah. It's the whole, the point of the FDW. Yeah.
0: Yes, you're correct. It's not a real title. (laughs) It's a fucking Mm -hmm. prop. God fuck. Damn Mm -hmm. it. But yeah, when, when literally like, uh, this, episode because there are more people on this episode than most because of all these matches it felt like every match there were people coming out with hardware it's like ooh, okay i can see it's a little weird it, it, it makes it it makes them seem a little less mm-hmm. special when they're all coming out all the time holy shit <laughs> like uh but not in this one yeah. actually actually no uh um julia
1: has a title Julia Goulia. Yeah, she's the TBS champ. Which they uh, uh, Anna J wins this. She pinned Sky Blue, and then so at Battle of the Belts, it's going to be Anna J versus Julia Goulia at Battle of the Belts. Good. I mean, so, this they hear my dog bark, I don't. I don't they worked their, their way
0: up, to a uh, so. to a match out of this, so that's good.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I sent you that picture of a tweet somehow Thunder Rosa retweeted someone while this match was going on so I don't know <laughs> must, have it, <laughs> <laughs> must have been her husband must have been her husband yeah it could have been probably it, probably someone had her phone but <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is that really I was like how how did this and, uh, but it was, it was yeah. really fun to see Thunder Rosa back out there um and as we know I don't catch collision because I don't have a way to watch it live um, so I end up just missing it cause I don't, I don't go back mm-hmm. to watch anything after I've missed it. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's really good. Is she doing anything on collision or has she just shown up?
1: No, she came back to help Abaddon and then she just had like some matches and stuff, but that's about it. She yeah.
0: Has, I, no I really enjoyed yet. seeing sure her back. Time. I'm happy she's back. It felt good to see her back in Daly's place. Like that's where she really uh mm-hmm. made her name within A.W. Um yeah, we we missed her. Good to good to have Thunder Rosa back. Um she she got she much maligned. Um unfairly so, I think by the fan base for I don't know. I mean, I guess there was a little bit of heat there with uh, with Britt and with uh, Jamie Hayter at one point, but, like, there's fu- there's heat in every wrestling company. It's like that. That shit happens. It just happens that AEW can't keep their shit out of the dirt sheets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, That's one thing they can improve on, keeping their little scuffles out of the dirt. I don't know how the fuck Jericho's getting knocked out thing didn't get leaked to the dirt sheets before now. That's fucking hilarious. How did no one see it? Yeah. <laughs> on a cruise. I don't know. With like fucking yeah. like 10,000 sweaty dudes. Just <laughs> just all uh, mm-hmm. rolling around and sliding around on that fucking thing. How did no. no one see that uh, Steven Tyler looking fucker. Knocked yeah. Out. All right. Next. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Hello.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it keeps cutting in and out. We're getting like a storm rolling in. So.
0: Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so no, I, I'm, I'm getting you
1: loud and clear. Uh, Yellow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, okay. So next we had uh, Roderick Strong versus the Bounty Hunter Brian Keith, and uh, good match. This was short but a fun match. Both these guys are great. Yeah, really good. Really, it didn't seem short. So Roderick Strong wins with the end of heartache, and then uh, Adam Cole does pretty much the same promo he did last week, where he just talked about what everyone's going to be doing. What'd you say? I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't say no, anything. No. They they got a lot of stuff in in a, in a short amount of time, but this was very good. Oh, yeah, that was awesome.
0: Can you hear me? You got me.
1: Yeah, and then so Adam Cole cuts a promo, talk, talks about the same stuff. Yeah, can you hear me?
0: Oh. Uh, okay, yeah, you're just uh, it seems uh, seems like m- what I say is getting to you, a few seconds
1: delayed. Yeah, it's like delayed, but yeah, it's starting to storm outside, so I don't know if that's affecting okay.
0: you uh you lead the discussion uh, and then so pause every once in a while good. for me.
1: Okay, so Adam Cole kept the pretty much the same promo we did last week. That, nothing really new he said, just what, what titles everyone's going for and stuff, and they're not going anywhere. But Adam Cole's good on the mic, so I still enjoyed it. And then, so next we go into our main event of uh, Konosuke Takeshita and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Sting and Darby Allin. Uh, uh, Daily's Place. And we got JR on commentary. Which, w- and it was weird was a- to see Texas JR. tornado back. tag, so no tags, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, this match was just a wild brawl. They brawled all through the crowd at the beginning, and then they did like a seesaw throw to Darby all the way across the ring, which was nuts
0: that there was there you're probably gonna interrupt no, me, but good. there was one part where uh that oh. I liked I mean, I liked and didn't like, and that was where um. Takeshita was looking at Ric Flair, fuck Ric Flair. And he was doing the chops to, I can't remember which of the two guys it was. And he was doing the chops. He was really laying them in, but he was looking at Ric Flair with like menace in his eyes. And that's Mm -hmm. because months ago, like months and months ago, Mm -hmm. um, this was when Takeshita was first showing up after one of his first, one of his, uh, like when he was starting to get big in AEW, um, and I guess Ric Flair saw that he was starting to get big and everyone was talking about him. And he criticized um, Takeshita's chops, saying that sh- Takeshita shouldn't chop unless he knows what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. And Takeshida responded, but nicely, being like, hey, I would love for you to teach me. And then in this match, they played that. They played up to that, which I thought was cool. Again, Mm -hmm. fuck Ric Flair. But if you're going to use Ric Flair, that's a good way of using him.
1: Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about this match is when Ric Flair got into the ring. Uh, We've said on here multiple times we don't ever want Ric Flair to get in the ring.
0: No, fuck that guy. He gets in the ring and he fucking gets one over on Hobbs.
1: Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the, the ending of this match was wild of Sting hitting a scorpion death drop off the stage through uh, some tables, and they both looked like they landed on their heads as nuts <laughs> of Hobbs and Sting.
0: Sting looked like he got his fucking bell rung, too. He looked like he. It looked like his soul mm-hmm. lef, like, left out his mouth after he hit. Like, bang! Yeah, because. <laughs> like just yeah. a cloud of dust.
1: because yeah, he missed one of the. Um, yeah, he missed one of the tables. They he always miss one of table. the tables every time. <laughs>
2: just, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and so then he barely like covers Hobbs because they're in the carnage of the tables and Sting and Darby win, which is cool. I kind of was hoping that uh, Don Callis' family would win, just but they're gonna have.
0: I mean, they're not and gonna, so Sting. Gets they're not in the gonna have, Sting's not gonna eat a, a loss in his whole time in the company mm-hmm. ooh. although yeah we have to get to this next part so um yeah, yeah. i'll talk about it so uh tony Shavani okay. says uh he's like hey so sting who's your uh who's your opponent gonna be and he's about to talk and we all everybody thinks he's gonna say darby allen but the Young Bucks music hits mm-hmm. and the Young Bucks come out looking like porn stars um, with little mustaches yeah. and the coats the and the little chains. Mm-hmm. And they don't say anything, but they look down at the ring at Darby and Sting and then they walk off. And I guess it's going to be Young Bucks mm-hmm. versus Darby and Sting. And it's like, generally when somebody retires, they put people over is sting going to put over (laughs) the bucks and you would think if the bucks are coming back as heel and they're coming back with a heel faction what better way to get heat on a heel faction than beating sting in his final match in wrestling Mm -hmm. like that's fucking crazy yep and for it to even yeah. for them to even be like Sting we challenge you to a tag match. That's heel heat right there. Sting should be wrestling a solo match, a singles <laughs> match, not a not a ha- not a yeah. tag match in his final match. Fuck that. This is great. I
1: love this. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I like the new look. The Bucks looked cool. They had the little Cabby hats on and little John Waters pencil mustaches and they looked good. Black and white gear, they looked good. I'm excited for it. I don't sting and the Bucks are close because I've seen pictures of them together hanging out. So who knows? Maybe Sting wanted to wrestle him his last match. At the his last match, he gets to choose. So
0: yeah, and it would be cool to be for him to be like, I want to make you some fucking killer heels like that's crazy mm-hmm. who would have ever thought yeah. sting's final match would be against the bucks that doesn't make any Nubby. sense they've never been in the same ring together it is weird i mean maybe they've been in the same ring together but like fucking it's bizarre
2: and at i love the,
1: it at the first forbidden door remember sting jumped off the apron on him because it was like the bullet club versus sting darby and i forget who else oh and naito and um Someone else. But I just remember Sting jumping off the Tron the onto the Bucks <laughs> at Forbidden Door 1. Crazy. Cra- Ni- Wait, Naito? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Sting and Darby teamed with Naito 1 Forbidden Door. Did they really? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that Naito one came. Of them. One of me did. Hold on. Huh. I'm looking this up now.
0: For some reason, I thought he was one of the few top names to never... Crossover.
1: All right, I'm looking this up right now. And I would like to know. 2022. Results. Yeah,
0: no, this is a... Uh, like, I, I cannot fathom Sting's final match. First of all, I'm shocked it's a tag match. Second of all, I'm even more shocked that it's the Bucks because, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay, it was Shingo. Okay, it was Shingo. Wait, Shingo. Yeah, Shingo Takagi, Darby, and Sting versus the Bullet Club of Matt Jackson, Fantasmo, and Nick Jackson. Because remember, uh, Sting, Darby, and Shingo's team was called Dudes with Attitudes. <laughs> I have completely forgotten that that took place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did not know that Shingo showed up. I did not mm-hmm. know. Wow. What? I do remember the dudes with attitudes <laughs> that I do remember, mm-hmm. but that, that match is a fever dream. I do that. Yeah. That didn't happen. That, that's <laughs> the Sinbad genie movie. That's the, uh, yeah.
1: Cause I, only thing I remember about that match is how it started the, the Bucks and El Fantasma were doing the Bullet Club entrance. And then uh, Sting's music hit, and they, Sting just dove off the, the stage onto him. And that's, that's how the funny, match started.
0: Because <laughs> that El Phantasmo, I was there, wasn't I?
2: hmm
0: I was at that show that El Phantasmo yep. wrestled. And I don't remember
1: that match. No, uh, this was the first one. This one was in Chicago. You Oh,
0: so El fantasmo has been there twice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, he's somebody that... His contract's coming up soon. I could easily see him signing with AEW. Actually, that's a funny mm-hmm. story. D- did you hear that story? No. So, when El Phantasmo... He was looking to sign with somebody. And... Mm-hmm. It was between AEW and New Japan. And he had been in talks with AEW. Like, talking to people there. And supposedly... uh um Cody Rhodes was really busy and he didn't reply. He didn't reply to him on WhatsApp like fast enough, mm-hmm. or he left him hanging on WhatsApp for a few days, so he just ended up signing with New Japan. And then he finally <laughs> got to the WhatsApp message and he's like, Oh shit, we just lost out on El Phantasma. And he <laughs> he's uh he's since apologized and been like, Yeah, my bad, we were so busy at that time. I wasn't checking my WhatsApp. That's on me, man. <laughs> because i remember funny. watching a uh i was sure he was joining AEW, and this was like early early days like when they were first announcing it and um mm-hmm. he was uh he was just wrestling indies at that time and i guess someone had an AEW shirt in the crowd and he went over and grabbed their shirt and was like look at this and was pointing at it like this is the shit and then all of a sudden he <laughs> shows up in new japan and I was like oh i fucking didn't expect that <laughs> Like yeah. I was like, that seems like an announcement to me. Him saying that, like it kind of looked like he was like, "I'm going to be here," and I guess he mm-hmm. at that time he thought he was because I guess he and Cody had been mm-hmm. talking and like it was looking mm-hmm. good, and then all of a sudden Cody just ghosted him yeah. by accident. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I guess that's I'll just weird. go to Japan." Bye.
1: <laughs> and that's actually but hilarious. I genuinely think he would be
0: fantastic in AW.
1: I think he's. He would. He's he's a funny character. I think he's
0: doing better as a as a face though. He's too funny. Yeah, he's too charismatic to be a heel, and his mm-hmm. move set does not scream. That's why they had to give him the loaded boot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because yeah. like he's he's a fucking like four fifty splash guy. Mm-hmm. That, that those aren't uh, heels. That's why. Sammy has such a tough time in AEW because people legit don't like him. And then he has his matches, and like, that match is pretty banger,
1: actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they don't like well, it, but then he does like a cool, it's like Spanish fly or something. Why are you like, doing oh, that shit. cool That's shit,
0: cool. Sammy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he gets the, we still hate you. Or <laughs> like, you still suck, chance. Mm-hmm. You still suck. You
1: still suck. That's a funny chant, yeah.
0: I feel bad about it because it obviously does mm-hmm. get to him because mm-hmm. uh ty Mello uh did a tweet this week that said something to the effect of uh, i wish people could get to know the sammy that i know the sammy mm-hmm. from 2016 obviously i wouldn't have liked him i would have thought he was kind of a scummy mm-hmm. person but this isn't 2016 it's 2024 he's matured mm-hmm. as a which uh, that is a fucking long time. that's almost 10 years um and he's not yeah. old Jeez louise um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, uh, and I was like, yeah, so that, that shit does get to him. You can tell based off how, uh, Ty reacts to it. You mm-hmm. can tell that they're talking at home and she's just like, stop being mean to him. And I'm like, well,
2: mm-hmm.
0: tell him to get a different fucking yeah. haircut and not, don't make rape jokes. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah. That's the good thing. <laughs> tell him to stop sticking out his tongue. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's bad Boo Boo Alright so What do we have coming up sir
1: Down the Uh, Friday we got We got Rampage I don't even remember what was on Rampage What's on in a couple hours
0: Um Let's see Who cares (laughs) Who cares Yeah there actually there was it's one good thing on this weekend that actually I actually was kind of in for it. I can't remember. Oh yeah, the Wheeler Utah versus um, uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Oh, that sounds good. Yes. Yeah. and I like Wheeler Utah for, for the
1: Triple Crown.
0: Wheeler or is it the Triple Crown or is it the uh, the on this graphic
1: it says for the the Crown Championship. Okay. So.
0: It's interesting. They should make it a fucking quadruple crown. He should put up his other tie. He should put up his title. <laughs> yeah,
1: just, yeah, just give it Kingston all the belts. So we have that match, and then we have Swerve versus Matt Seidel, which I can't tell you the last time I saw Swerve wrestle on Rampage. And then Hikaru Shida versus Queen uh, Aman- Amanada, which that's uh, some news. Is it looks like she's signed with AEW, which yeah, is because I mean, she's awesome. That makes sense. Like, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if she's got
0: that. Uh, um. That Ring of Honor deal, like if she's been signed Mm -hmm. for a little bit, but now she's just starting to be used on AW a bit more.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And then there's the Dark Order versus Daddy Magic, Cool Hand, Ange, and Jake Hager. Weird rampage. All right, cool. Yeah, I imagine they'll do like another Brody tribute for the Dark Order. Yeah, for
0: sure. No, no, I just, I, it's just, it just seems like such a very two years ago match. If that mm-hmm. makes sense,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, do but they have that anything that's what's coming up
1: next uh collision it's I don't know they haven't seen much collision. I've seen more um for battle of the belts of yeah fair enough Ricky, and fair enough big bill versus Jericho and Sammy and
0: that's where they they yeah, just, I do kind of like that they built that up almost like a pay per view match. It mm-hmm. was kind of cool, but it's for the weekend. I think should, they should do a little bit. I think doing that type of stuff would be good going forward,
1: and I think it's oh, interesting. Here, here's a collision match. It's uh, the Brian Cage and Gates of Agony versus Lance Archer in The Righteous. Okay. It, that makes and sense. And Adam Copeland has an open challenge, which he did that last week where he, because you know, Christian said, like, you got to go to the back of the line, so Adam Copeland is starting from, he wrestled, uh, Griff last weekend because he's like, okay, I'll start from the bottom, and then he wrestled Griff, <laughs> and so he's he, doing a thing where he's working his way back up the card. I like that.
0: That's very funny.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor
1: Griff. Yeah. <laughs> but yep, yeah, that's what's coming up.
0: All right. I guess uh, I guess that's it. Sounds yeah. about sounds about right. Um, uh, not so much, not so much heated, uh, um, news this time. We went off on something last week. What was it? Oh yeah, the Jericho. <laughs> we went off on Jericho again this week. <laughs> we'll just continue to dummy Chris Jericho until
2: he ceases. Alright, with with that I'm clicking the button.